0: We'll Before we get into the episode, I want to give a shout out to our podcast partners and without them, we would not be able to do what we do. So we really do appreciate their support. And first up, we have AFR Wholesale, who is run by my good friend, Laura Brandao. Uh, who's actually an alumna of my other podcast, The Mortgage X Podcast. And uh, AFR Wholesale has been bringing families home for over a decade. They are the nation's leading FHA 203K lender for sponsored originations, and we are so proud to have them as a partner for The Shred X Podcast. You can check them out at shredmedia.com forward slash AFR Uh, next up, we have my good friend, uh, Neil Mathweg. Uh, he is the, the Godfather, one of the pioneers of doing podcasting. Uh, he is the host of the agent rise podcast, one of the founding members of the industry syndicate as well. Um, he runs, uh, he runs Neil Mathway Coaching. Uh, Neil has a, a six-week boot camp for agents that are stuck or looking to level up, uh, which a lot of agents in my network have taken advantage of. Um, Neil it also it has the Agent Rise Summit coming up in Madison, Wisconsin, on the 24th and the 25th. Shred Media is excited to be a sponsor of that. I'm excited to uh, be doing a keynote. Uh, just uh, very ex- Neil is great. If you don't know who Neil is, just go check him out or go listen to his podcast uh, or join the Agent Rise um, group. On Facebook. He's just a, such a, a good guy, such a giving guy, and always just down to help anyone that that needs it. Um, the seats for the Agent Rise Summit that's coming up uh, that I mentioned is limited, very limited to just 50 seats. Um, it's going to be a highly tactical mastermind where you can get help with your business. I will be there, good friend Dustin Brome and others. Um, you can find out more information at shredmedia.com forward slash agent rise. Um, and then finally, I want to welcome um, a new. Uh, partner to the shred x and those are my good friends at social survey there is no greater social proof solution for mortgage and real estate, then social survey. Um, when I was a mortgage executive, they were one of the few partners that we had that actually did what they said they were going to do. Great customer customer service. Uh, they 10 x our reviews on Google and Yelp. Um, they increased our post-close survey rate from 35% to over 60%. If you aren't getting the true voice of your customer, then you are truly missing out and you're gonna lose business to those that are. So definitely uh, check them out at Shredmedia.com forward slash social survey. Well, what is up, everybody? This is Jason Frazier of Shred Media, and I want to welcome you to another episode of the Shred X podcast. Today, I am broadcasting from the Mason McDuffie Mortgage offices here in the lovely city of San Ramon, my old hometown, uh, where I'm going to be spending uh, the next month, actually. I'll be working out here in California and so i'm going to be using uh utilizing one of their offices during my time out here so excited uh to be uh back here and and for those of you don't know mace mcduffie is my old mortgage company so i still have close ties with them and uh, always happy to to kind of hang out the old crew and then check out and see how everything is progressing with them so uh today the uh the um Subject of this podcast is I I titled it, I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This Podcast, but. And I'm going to be talking about a few things um, that's just been on my mind, things that have come up in conversations with various loan officers, real estate agents and whatnot. And, you know, we you know we tend to do a lot of on the mortgage side, but, you know, I actually just did a podcast this morning with Marky Lemons, and, who is awesome, by the way, and uh, she's uh, she's an agent. And so I uh, was on her real estate podcast, just did an, uh, an agent mastermind in Wisconsin for Neil Mathwig, talking to agents. So we, we do everything in the industry, not just the mortgage side, but but uh, to everything. Because honestly, when it comes to marketing and content, they generally go hand in hand. So, uh, even though what I'm about to say for this uh, specific topic is going to be directed at loan officers, agents, you can take this to heart as well. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you do what I'm about to talk about already. Um, loan officers tend to not do that. Um, but, uh, I just want to, you know, either way, just, it, it's something that's important for either of you, uh, whether you're an agent or a loan officer to hear and understand. And honestly, so it's going to, you know, some people are going to take a different, um, uh, opinion on this just simply because of their standing in a company. But, uh, but here let's just let's just get into it instead of just you know beating around the bush so when it comes down to it one of the things that i the biggest mistakes that i see well anyway the biggest mistakes i see in general is just bad database management and understanding that your list is your business it's the most important asset you're going to have in your business is your list is your database, um, but yet yeah, that's probably the one thing that we spend the least amount of time on managing correctly in this industry, and it's uh, something that will end up coming to to, to bite you. So, uh, what I'm talking about specifically, not just you know managing your list overall, but abs- but but actually keeping track of your database, your your customer base, your list. And so, you know, as a loan officer or as um, a real estate agent, but we're going to focus on loan officers right now, is that you should be, you should not be keeping your customer when I say customer data, I'm not, I'm not talking about the NPI stuff and that's done non-public information. I'm not talking about social security numbers and stuff like that. I'm talking about like the, you know, their names, phone number, uh, as much information as you can without, you know, without, um, putting yourself, your license at jeopardy, the lender you're working for or anything else, uh, that you need to be compliant on, but keeping a database of your customers right now, some companies will take a different tack to it. Maybe not like what I'm about to say, but look, let's just be honest as a loan officer, it's probably a good chance you're not going to spend your entire career with one lender, right? So if your database, and most lenders do, like if you do leave a lender, most lenders will allow you to take your contact database with you. I don't say most, but a lot of them do. Like we did that here at Mace McDuffie. And it was kind of a case-by-case basis depending on, on what it was. Because um, sometimes, you know, we help them generate business and if those were our customers that we generated for that loan officer to do, then, then, you know, we would obviously, um, you know, maybe take issue with that, but, but when it comes down to it, most lenders, you know, will allow you to you know take your, your database with you. Um, and so, but if you don't and what's important is you should be keeping, um, your own spreadsheet of your customers, right? Because if you do move to another company, you want to have, you want to be able to market to your your customers. Now, I'm, uh, there may be some lenders that have it to where you can't do that. There may be some lenders um, that don't allow you to do that um, to market to your clients. Um, and so, again, I, I I don't know what those situations are. Um, always understand whatever contract, whatever your loan officer agreement is at that company that you happen to be working at. That's what rules everything. So I'm not telling you to break that or go against that. So you've got to be cognizant of that. But you should be keeping a clean database file of your own client's. That if you move, not only that, but guess what? Some lenders merge, some lenders go out of business, like over a weekend. It happens, right? Like, you know, we're living through good times right now, but you know, that can change pretty quick. I I hope everyone remember, and that's actually, I won't, I won't get into that just yet because that's going to be another point happening. Um, but, um, you know, lenders could close, they could, you know, there's just could be a lot of stuff that happens or you just, you know, things aren't working out and you go to a different place because most of the tools now um, are going to work best if you have a, not only just a database, but a clean database, right? And everyone should understand that the database is one of their most important assets, if not the most important asset that you have in this business. So you should be spending a lot of time managing that, cleaning it, making sure that it's up to date, making sure that you're reaching out in the CRM. This is one of the things that I just don't understand about our industry is how the thing that is the most important is the thing that we probably spend, you know, the least amount of time in. Everyone's like worried about going out and hunting and getting more clients and spending the time and resources on people you don't know as the people that you do know, the people that have already decided to be your customer, to do business with you. So it's something that, you know, I had a conversation about that today. So I thought that would be a good topic to talk about. And, you know, like with a lot of what we talk about here, you know, I'm not just here to pontificate or, or talk or blah, blah, blah about any one subject. I, you know, I, I do love feedback, I do like hearing. You know, from from you guys and gals uh, about what you know what you think about that stuff. So always feel free to send me an email at Jason at shredmedia dot com to to continue the the discussion, or you could hit me up on Twitter at uh, um, at the marketer Fraze, or F-R-A-Z, uh f r a z on Twitter. Um, but I'm, I'm going to start using Twitter a little bit more, so that's why I'm kind of throwing that one in there. Um, but uh, so yeah, so. The database is most important asset, so you should be having a, you know a copy of that that isn't dependent on a company database. Now, again, on, on real estate agents, you're generally uh, you know doing your own CRM anyway, and even some lenders um, are allowing you know loan officers to kind of have the CRM that works best for them as opposed to an enterprise top-down um, you know situation. So, just something to think about, uh, and not just something. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Not something to think about. Something to do. Right, like that. That's an important thing because if you do move and you do are utilizing a tool and I just ran into this and that's why it's fresh on my mind is that like sometimes like you just like I'm, I'm running into loan officers that have nothing like no database at all like and they've been in the business if you've been in the business for a year you should at least have you know 25 50 you know contacts in your in your database but I'm running into some that have been in the business for years that just don't have anything or they moved and they don't have any recorded anywhere. they didn't put anything like you guys need to take this stuff serious. Which leads me into point number two. And this is something I was just going to allude to is, you know, about companies going out of business is I think because things have been good because of the rates and refi boom and everyone's busy doing stuff is I have seen it just unfortunately. And this is what sucks about our industry sometimes is that um, look at Q1, a lot of a lot of companies look a lot of people were just hurting. Uh, Q1 of 2019. Not only that, but a lot of people, um, uh, a lot of people were, uh, on desk doorstep when it came down to it, right? Like they, they weren't too far off from, um, not, you know, being in business for too long. A lot of loan officers were, uh, you know, not doing a great job and just, it was a ton of things. And so, um, I don't want anyone to forget that. And that's what I was going to allude to is about a company going out of business. Is like, look, you know, things might be good now, but if you're not having a record, record uh, uh, year, if you are not, um, you know, record year, if you're not doing a great amount of business, if you're still kind of doing exactly the same production you did last year, you're probably going to have an issue once rates correct. Uh, Once uh, the market changes, if there's a recession that happens, like you are going to be in trouble. And unfortunately, what I've seen happen is because of the rate environment that we've had, because of production and everyone having record year or record months and people are going to have record years and that's all great and dandy um, for the big people, but for the for you. That's not going to be so well when 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 the market changes back to something a little bit resembling more of what we had in Q1, and not only that, but it's the complacency of not spending time to like farm your database, not to manage that database and clean it, um, not to learn new, um, uh, not not to learn new. Um, uh, new things, uh, new, new systems and take the time to learn these things, right? Cause you're busy and can't do it. Like, are you really going to be having the time when you're, I mean, obviously you will have the time because you won't be doing any business or you'll be doing a lot less business. Um, but usually I see that time. That's when people start panicking that, you know, and people, you know, it's anxiety and a lot of other stuff because they don't know where their next deal is coming from. So now is the time to double down and to spend the time when it's good. And that's the problem is we only spend it when it's bad, But when it's good is to spend that time. And I keep hearing – look, I'm going to tell you right now. I was spending – last week I was spending some time with uh, a couple loan officers, and and they're friends of mine, so I'm not going to – and again – they're good people and, uh, and I'm not digging on them. In fact, I, I told them I was going to mention them in the podcast without mentioning them. And they, they, they laughed about it because look, I, I had a hard heart with them because they were talking about being too busy and stuff. But during that day, like as I was there and doing my thing and whatever, uh, they wasted their time on a lot of shit. Like they wasted their time on stuff that they did not need to waste time on. And so, but at the same time, I had conversations with them earlier and they're like, Oh, I'd love to do that, but I'm too busy. And, and so I, and I, and I know them. So I watched and, um, and, uh, I, uh, I, <laughs> I watched and I was like, look, just, I told him, I said straight up, I'm like in the last like two hours, you've literally spent an hour and a half on just dumb shit that do- isn't going to help you at all. So that hour and a half would have been better for learning how to use bomb bomb. Like you told me that you wanted to do, or to actually maybe look at some. You know, how to, you know, maybe some some sales tactics or read a book or, you know, something to, to further your growth. Right. Um, they did nothing that was actually going to help them for an hour. And, a half. and that was just me kind of watching and seeing that. And so I'm like, I'm like, look, is today a normal day for you guys? Is this kind of how you are? And, you know, just joking around. And they're like, yeah. And I said, OK, so that's an hour and a half each day. And that's just what I saw, right? I'm imagining throughout the day, there's going to be more of that time. Um, but this is where time blocking and time management come into play. And again, this isn't me trying to come down on anyone. I think I've said this enough, but just maybe if you're a new listener here and understand um, everything I say is, is about a passion for having our industry, like our industry as it sits today, not what's going to become of it because of disruption, FinTech and everything else that's, that's happening to the industry. But it's about having this industry survive, right? Real estate and mortgage, right? And for the professionals that are in it, to for them to have a long lasting careers, and that's one thing that we talked about this morning on on Mari's podcast, uh, um, Markey's podcast. Sorry um, about that. And and the, the two things that I mentioned to her is like, look, before I get an entertaining thing, before someone could start giving me a lot a long line of excuses of why they can't do this or that, and look. I, I'm a procrastinator by birth. Um, I'm someone that, uh, and so I'm eating my own dog food. So when I talk about like, you know, having excuses, I've had a ton of them for shit that I should have done. I didn't like, you know, so I'm not like, this isn't like me just like, okay, well, I do everything perfect and you guys don't. This is about me understanding and me having talks with myself at times. Right. And I, I've, I'm a hundred percent better than I used to be, but I still fall back in that and do that stuff. We all do. It's human nature. Just, it is what it is. But but that's the thing is like we all say we don't have time. We're all super busy. I'm hearing it today and I'm looking around. I'm like, eh, I see about 45 minutes right there. You could have done something else, right? And again, that's not, not trying to tell anyone how they work or, or something, you know, or anything else. But this is the thing is like you really do have to decide if this is your profession and you do want to put the time and effort into this. Then you need to do it like you need to, to muster it up. You need to get time blocking. You need to new, use something like maybe like a win by noon or some other organization to help you um, do that. I know I've needed to do that at times. Right. And I think honestly, I think a lot of those things are, are used to. Sorry, let me let me rephrase that. I used to think a lot of these things were just stupid. Um. Until I realized, like, shit, like I can't, I can't hold myself accountable. Like, I can't even do this myself, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm having issues. So, like, I went out and actually did one of these. I did the Miracle Morning and did, you know, holding myself accountable and all these other things. Were having a journal and writing this stuff down stuff that I used to think was hokey as crap and and whatever, and maybe you're one of those people that have felt that way too or that you couldn't do that. But honestly, it's helped, right? I love crossing stuff off my to-do list now. I love being able to keep track of things because when I don't, I know the, I know the bad stuff that happens when I get behind and, and not cleaning, keeping a clean email box and all this other stuff. It just sucks. Now, it's not for everybody. Maybe, you know, some people thrive on, um, you know, thrive on the chaos, right? You know, having, you know, a messy desk and all that other good stuff. I know I've, I was right there with all of you that, that you know, you guys are my brothers and sisters if if you guys are like that. But that's the thing is like, look, we, we need to we need to step past that, especially when it's time to grow your business, right? Now, and every single time that I needed to do that, then I needed to buckle down. And even if I had to, even if it I had to eat crap because like it took me a lot longer or it, it was in a, during a bad time, I've done it just because at the end of the day you gotta decide whether it's your business is important enough for you to put time into it. So talking about the database and right now just talking about being complacent about like, Hey, business as well. But like everyone, look, if you're doing deals right now, you need to understand why you're doing deals. It's not because you are so awesome. It's because of the environment right now they're coming to you because you're an awesome and you're a great person, but it's not like you're just crushing and getting on this business, right? Like look back to what your production was last year and the year before. Now, maybe if you're, you're, you're those that are top producers that are doing it and this isn't like anything for you. Cool. Right. Keep crushing it. But for those of you that I'm talking to the people that like, you know, right? Like maybe, you were doing like you know two loans a month last year this time last year uh and now you got like six right or something like that right you you know what i'm talking about right we all know this industry and how it works um and same on the real estate side, right? And and what I've noticed, it, and I had a conversation with uh, John Muesner here at Mace McDuffie, what I've noticed is just a lot of agents haven't been, like they're not, I know a lot of loan officers are doing, cr- you know, crushing it, doing record numbers, but a lot of real estate agents aren't, right? So, so if you're a real estate agent, like why aren't you doing more business in this uh, market with low rates and a lot of people uh, buying and selling? Like why are you not doing more business? So think about that. Um, but you know, going back to loan officers, don't be complacent, right? Like when things are going good, we tend to get complacent. We tend to get comfortable. So, you know, why are you doing that? You know, think about that and figure out how you get out of that, how you decide the time block, you know, wake up maybe a half an hour early, get to the office earlier. If you have a home office or whatever it is that you do, do it a half an hour, right? And just think if you did that just for one week, Right. What is that? That's uh, that's two and a half hours in that one week that you could learn to spend time to learning the CRM system, learning how to use BombBomb, learning how to use uh, HomeBot or some other um, service, uh, mortgage coach or MBS Highway or something. Right. Like, how do I really use that effectively? And then looking at, you know, I see these, uh, you know, in the Facebook, like I'm part of all the Facebook groups. Right. Not, sometimes I'll comment in and sometimes I'll engage. Sometimes I'm just there to see what people are talking about, to see the, the issues that they're having and the things that are coming up against it. And I see it all the time. I see I know that I need to be doing this, but I don't know. You know, and it's just and you're looking at it and you're surrounded by a bunch of people, especially like in the MBS highway and mortgage coach uh community groups, you're surrounded by a ton of people that are just doing a good amount of business using these tools, right? So why are you not doing that too? Um, and it's 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 a lot of complacency. It's a lot of like you know telling yourself you don't have time, and this is the thing where the excuses come in, right? Like there's always an excuse for something, right? There's always a personal issue or so, there's always going to be stuff happening. Like you're never going to just have um, you know just a clean slate, right? And sometimes it's fun. like uh, like someone that's gone through the, as of late a ton of personal stuff, doing it. I'm still in the thick of it, but trying to do what I could do. It's it's you know it's tough. Like I get it, right? And but when it's come to this business and what I've needed to do to, you know, to, to, to you know, commit and do everything I can to, um, to, to be a part of Shred and do what I can to build Shred uh, to what we want it to be, you know, what Josh founded this company to be. Um, I gotta put in that work, right? I gotta find the time. I gotta do that. And it's time. Sometimes it's waking up early. So you know, sometimes I you know, usually I'm I'm like five to five thirty. Maybe I gotta wake up at four, right? And I've done that a few times because there's things I wanted to get done. Uh this morning was one of those times. I woke up at four o'clock this morning um because I wanted to have a good amount of time, especially now that I'm on specific, uh specific <laughs> Pacific time um this this month. So um I would kind of enjoy being in mountain because I'm an hour ahead of Pacific, so I always feel like I'm kinda getting a jump on stuff. I, that's why I used to love about. Uh, you know working on the East coast because I felt like I was three hours ahead of everybody else. Um, but now I'm behind, right? So now I feel like I'm already an hour behind. So I woke up at four so I could get some stuff done. Um, and there's a lot of work due. We're launching our uh, mastermind uh, next month, or sorry, next week on the 14th, which we're excited about. Got a lot of uh, interest in that. We just uh, launched our, um, and here's a quick shameless plug, uh, the new Rise and Shred newsletter in a partnership with National Mortgage Professional Magazine. So you actually, you guys could subscribe to that. It's our daily, daily report, or it's funny, we're Trying to stay away from the the term newsletter because newsletter is like it's boring, it sucks, it's whatever. So it's our daily, it's our daily shred. How about we'll call that instead of a newsletter, we'll call it the daily shred. Uh, it's a Ryzen shred um, that, uh, that you you get uh, daily into your inbox. And uh, you could go to shredmedia.com forward slash rise to subscribe to that. We would love for you to do that. And we're, you know, like we're putting a lot of our content, podcasts, things that we do, uh, Josh and I, it's, we want it to be a different, um, you know, different news source for uh, the industry. Plus we're also launching a flash briefing to go along with that. I'm just waiting for Amazon to approve that. Um, And then, so we'll have the flash briefing audio. We'll have... Um, we have the, the newsletter, but at the end of the day, we're trying to do some cool things. Um, uh, some cool things for uh, the industry, doing some cool things for information and attention, and helping all of you, uh, giving you, giving you value and uh, and things that we're going to help you grow your business because you know it's something that we've talked about for months. But Josh and I feel like you know th- this industry is at a crossroads. All of it, real estate and mortgage, right? We're at a crossroads right now. There's a lot of things happening, a lot of competition, and t- right now we feel that only the best of the best is going to survive the upcoming shift that's going to be happening in our industry. For uh, economical reasons, for um, just consumer attention, uh, for consumer habits, um, all these things are going to change. So, um, you know, that's why I said I don't know who needs to hear this podcast, but I'm doing it because I think people need to hear about as we're going, especially as we're going into 2020 complacency. Um, going, uh, you know, the, the complacency piece of it, uh, keeping a clean database, like taking time, stop wasting your time on, on little stuff, time block, time management, just do these things to just, to just crush it, right? Do these things to really help grow your business. Cause now is the time to do it because not only is it a crossroads, but um, it's also the best time, right? It's also the best time. There's so many tools, so many things you could do, social media and everything else to just a hundred percent crush it. So that is my message for you today. I'm not going to take a long, long part of your time. i have already gone a little bit longer than I wanted to. I just wanted to do a quick one um, for you. Give you just a, a little hit, a little inspiration, a little motivation to do it. And again, if there's anything we can do at Shred Media, let us know. You can go to ShredMedia.com. As always, we are a proud member of the Industry Syndicate. You can check out more awesome shows and podcasts at IndustrySyndicate.com. This is Jason Frazier, as always, your host from Shred Media, Shred X Podcast. I hope you guys have an awesome day. Take care.